Welcome to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast where developing a long-lasting, happy relationship is the status symbol to achieve. And following my six marriage steps is a path to help get you there. I'm your host, Dr. Wyatt Fisher, a licensed psychologist specializing in marriage counseling. A quick announcement is on my new membership class called Matrimony. Matrimony includes three pieces. The first piece it includes is you gain instant access to my top three marriage classes, the Total Marriage Refresh, which goes over the six steps to marital satisfaction, my 10 marriage tools, and my affair recovery program. You also gain access to the community so you can build relationships with other couples, also bettering their relationship. And third, I join Matrimony twice a week live for any questions you have, so you can pick my brain on anything you're curious about or struggling with in your marriage. So a lot of couples struggle in their relationship because they're missing tools and they're missing support. Matrimony provides both, and it's only $49 a month per couple, and you can cancel at any time. There's no contracts. So if you're missing tools, if you're missing support, and you wanna join Matrimony, go to my website, drwyattfisher.com, Click on membership and you can read all about it. We are in the middle of a two-part series called the top six relationship advice tips. The part one we covered, all the things you need to focus on, stop doing. We talked about the drainer behaviors. Those are the behaviors that drains down your partner's love bucket because all of us have a love bucket and your partner is the faucet. When you're dating and when you're first married, they're filling up your love bucket. They're putting all the good stuff into your love bucket. It's getting full of water. But when you're together for a while, they usually stop doing the fillers and they start doing the drainers. And the drainers are the behaviors that make you feel negative toward them, such as being controlling or being too permissive or too strict with the kids or not being good with money or having an addiction all sorts of drainer behaviors can pop up through the years of a relationship and that drains down the love bucket. And when love buckets get dry, couples fall out of love and that's when a lot of relationships break. So in part one, we covered stopping the drainer behaviors by asking your partner, what are the top three drainers I do that you don't like? And then we said, do those behaviors, work on those behaviors, and then we said, get feedback on those behaviors once a week. So now we're in part two. And part two is gonna talk about, now what? What are the next three steps for relationship advice? If we're not draining the bucket anymore, we're working on that, how do we start filling the bucket? And by the way, the reason we're talking about this is because so many couples go from spending thousands of dollars when they're first falling in love, having these elaborate weddings, thinking you're the best person on the planet to get married to, to several years later, or maybe a decade or two later, thinking, I don't want to be married to you anymore. How do they get from point A to point B? This is the reason. The reason is because their partner has been doing more drainers than fillers and their spouse can't take it anymore. That's what happens. That's what makes you fall out of love. That's what makes you feel hopeless. That's what makes you wanna get out of your marriage because your partner is doing more drainers than they are fillers. So today we're gonna talk about the fillers. So this is number four, because we're going through the six points and this is part two. So number four, you have to ask your partner what they need to feel loved. Those are the fillers. This is the green. So you think about a green, this is the behavior that you want them to do. 
This is the green light saying, do this more. I'm giving you a green light. I want that behavior. This is what I want more of. You're giving them a green light. The drainers, like we talked about last time, is you're giving them a red light. Okay, the drainers, you're saying, stop. The fillers, you're saying, more. Drainers, stop. Fillers, more. So the fillers can be all sorts of things. Fillers can be whatever makes you feel loved, whatever makes you feel satisfied in the marriage. For some people, it's going to be affection. Some people, it's going to be sexual contact. For some people, it's going to be adoration. For some people, it's going to be quality time. The list goes on and on and on. There's a lot of fillers. Everyone's different. So you have to ask your partner, what are the top three behaviors I need to do to help you feel loved and satisfied? Those are the fillers. Ask your partner that question. See what they come up with. So one example in my marriage is affection. Touch. So my wife and I both have that as a filler on our love buckets. A filler for both of us is touch, but it's different for each of us. So for me, I was raised by a mom who was raised on a farm, and so she's more hardy, and all the touch I received growing up was more firm. And so it would be pats on my arm, it'd be rubbing my back roughly or giving me a bear hug. It was a little more firm. And so my tendency when I touch is to be more firm in my touch. And that's the kind of touch that I like. And so I want my wife to be more rambunctious when she touches me. I want her to come up and just kind of grab me hard. I want her to plop down on my lap. I want her just to kind of hang on me. I enjoy that type of touch. My wife is the opposite. She likes light tickles. Her mother growing up, when she would give her affection, it was always these delicate, light tickles. And I hate tickles. And so for years and years, I was giving her touch in the way that I liked to receive touch, more firm. And so I'd be squeezing her and holding her tight and patting her. And she would say, you never give me affection. And I'll say, what do you mean? I'm always patting your back and I'm always squeezing your arms. And she was like, I hate that kind of touch. I need tickles. And I said, I hate tickles. <laughs> but guess what? It wasn't about me. It was about her love bucket. So I had to train my mind, and I still have to be mindful of it, to give her light tickles. So every time I, I go up to touch her, I have to remember the kind of touch that she likes instead of touching her in the way that I like. And that leads me to number five. Number five is start providing those behaviors. When you ask your partner, what are the top three fillers you would love for me to do that would fill up your love bucket and make you happy in our marriage, what are those? The next step is you have to start doing them. You have to focus on those filler behaviors. And as I mentioned in the last episode, you need a partner cheat sheet. And the partner cheat sheet just is a list of the behaviors you're working on to become a better version of yourself in your marriage. And as I mentioned, I have my own partner cheat sheet. I look at it several days a week, and it's just a list of the behaviors I'm trying to stop in our marriage, the drainers, and the behaviors I'm trying to do more of, which is the fillers. And so you have to look at that list several days a week so that it's top of your mind and then the behaviors will follow. But sometimes the fillers your partner desires may rub up against issues within yourself. For example, maybe your partner desires emotional intimacy 
and you think to yourself, I have no idea what that is. I don't even know how to provide that. I don't even know what the first step is. First of all, start with your partner. Ask them, can you give me some examples? What does it mean that you want emotional intimacy? What does that look like? If I were to get a perfect score on that one, how would I be different? If you had a magic wand, what would this look like? Start with your partner because they know what it looks like. They know what they're after. But even once they paint that picture, you still may be stuck because that may not be your natural tendency. That may not be your natural bent is to focus on emotional intimacy. It's not mine. I've had to work on this as well in my marriage because my wife also, one of her fillers is emotional intimacy. So I've had to really lean in and learn how is she defining that? What is she looking for? What does that look like for her? And so if you get stuck, you may need to reach out for support. That might mean reading a book, reading an article, listening to some podcast episodes, seeing a therapist or a coach, put in the effort. You have to care. You have to work at it because as I mentioned in the first episode, your partner needs to see your effort. When they see your effort, that gives them hope. And so if you're working on these fillers and you feel stuck, like, man, I don't know how to provide emotional intimacy or my partner wants sexual contact, but I'm low libido. How do I do that in a way that works for me? That can be a challenge. So if you get stuck, reach out for support, reach out for help. And remember, you always want to find the strategy of how to create those fillers for your partner in a way that also works for you. Because if providing those fillers doesn't also work for you, it's not going to be sustainable. So you don't want to ever suffer. You don't want to ever feel like you're breaking your back in order to provide these fillers. You want to find a way to provide the fillers that also works for you. That's being a one eye in, one eye out partner. One eye out, I'm tracking you and what you need while I'm also mindful of me and what I need. One eye in, one eye out. That's an effective partner and that comes into play with these fillers. So I'm tracking how can I meet that filler for you in a way that also works for me. So that's a negotiation, but that's what you're striving toward. Number six is you have to get feedback on the fillers once a week. You need this for a couple reasons. You need it for accountability. You need it for a reminder to see how you're doing. You need it to see if you're going in the right direction or if you're at an impasse or if you're doing amazing. So you need this regular feedback. And just like with the drainers, here's the three questions to ask. The first one is, what was my number on that filler over the past week? Plus 10 is the best zero is the worst because these fillers are filling up your love bucket. So plus 10 is the best, zero is the worst. They're filling your love bucket. So you ask per filler, what was my number last week? What did I do right? How can I improve? And when they give you feedback, do not get defensive, but instead say thank you for the feedback and then mull it over for the kernel of truth. That's up to you to decide. That's the feedback you want to get once a week. It's very constructive. It's helpful to get the number when you quantify your effort. That's a game changer. It will get your attention. When you hear what you're doing right, that will reinforce your behavior so you do it more. And when you hear how to improve, that gives you constructive feedback on how to keep moving forward. 
So those are steps four, five, and six. So number four, ask where your partner needs to feel loved. That's the fillers. Number five, start providing those behaviors. It's not about perfection, but it is about progress. Number six, start getting feedback on those fillers once a week. So the app, if you're not using my app already, Keep the Glow, it's a really convenient way to use this model on your phone. You download it, your partner downloads it, then you fill out your fillers and your drainers, you connect your accounts, you start with two weeks free, and you can give and receive feedback on your fillers and drainers. So try it out. If you're not already using the app, try it out for two weeks, see if it's helpful. If it's not, delete it. If it is helpful, keep using it because this will train you on effective open communication in your relationship so that you can stay in love. For more reading on this article, be sure to go to Google, type in loveless marriage. You'll see my article at the top and this explains the love bucket model in more detail. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, click the five stars and leave a review. And if you enjoy this podcast, Tell one person about it today. Send them a text right now and let them know about the Dr. Wyatt Show podcast so that this content can benefit more and more couples. Remember, your marriage is alive. If you nurture it and care for it, it will grow. If you deprive it and neglect it, it will wilt and die. The choice is up to you. Take care.